right, so um, we're we're doing our our first installment of the Team Creek Tribe podcast with the special powwow edition, and, and uh, what this is is like a just a little group discussion. And uh, tonight, I just thought we would maybe start talking about if if anybody has like something martial arts on your mind that you want to just start talking about. Do you have something you'd like yeah, to? So I like to. You know, uh, bring up the um, the possibility that we're going to have another MMA fighter with a boxer again. You know, that the possibility that uh, McGregor will be fighting Pacquiao. And forget that it's going to die. I'm just in general, like a martial artist slash UFC fighter against a boxer in a boxing ring. What do you think? You, like, what can the UFC fighter do to kind of get? Because you know, when you step in the ring as a boxer, it's these guys been boxing just strictly boxing, no kicking, no, no none of that stuff. Yeah, they're well, you, you more and I think you guys, you guys get a sense of what that's like when I tell you you're not allowed to kick and you have to only box, right? And and some of you might be more naturally inclined at boxing, and and some of you really need your legs to help. Like that's how I feel. I don't, I don't feel like I'm a great boxer. I feel like I need my legs to to get in and use my hands. So. I think it's true, like a, um, a UFC guy against a boxer, when the UFC guy can use all his tools, the boxer doesn't stand a chance. But a boxer who is a skilled boxer that's going to try to take on a UFC guy who's used to all his tools, now he doesn't have the ability to use them, tough. In my opinion, that, that would be really tough. Anybody have a different opinion on that? No, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's a tough thing. Yeah. I think everybody knows that recipe to, to beat Conor, so, I mean, you know, it was a time where he was invincible, but now, not anymore, so, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I think Pacquiao is going to strike him, for sure. Yeah. If they fight. Because the boxers are, no, I mean, he doesn't have a chance. He only has a left. I mean, and, and, and you know, yeah, no, Pacquiao knows how to deal with people with just one punch. He could take a punch. No, Pacquiao is a monster. Yeah. But, I mean, what can the UFC guy, like, if, if you're the UFC guy, now you're going into the gym and you're training now every day. got to change your whole... Totally. Well, I would think. you right? got to become a boxer. Different exercises now. <laughs> yeah. you got to become a boxer. It's a whole different way on how they slip also. Doing now and, and Boxers now. slip, they lower their head, where UFC don't do that because you'll catch a knee or a foot. So, mm-hmm. he's, you know, learning something totally different from what boxers do. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. I think they set those matches up more for the uh, more for the payday. Yeah. <laughs> so what does he do? He takes it and he gets paid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. He gets a beating. He gets the money. He gets the money. That's exactly. Right. <laughs> um, when it comes to our own training, um, does anybody have like uh, an area of either concern or something that you you'd like to have brought up as a discussion, like? I wish I knew something about this or anybody have advice on this. Anybody got any kind of thoughts like that going on? I think, I think, for <laughs> I think it's, it's really, it's, it's about, for me, it's about the cadence of, of how often I come. So if I'm struggling with something and I don't come for two weeks, I'm totally lost. But I can walk in, I, I numerous times I've walked in saying, I don't know that kata at all. And I walk out saying, I can't believe I, I got half of it today. So really, it's it's coming on a regular basis is for me for me the only way I can learn. So mm-hmm. it's that regular you know structure of coming. Yeah, yeah. Days. I agree with that. And, for and me, I, I have to constantly work on my cardio. 
Yeah. Constantly. It was really good with the Stairmaster. I was really making gains. I got to really focus on my cardio. Mm-hmm. Use it or lose it. And that's another thing with the consistency of, you know, like you just got to get out there every morning and, and do something. Um, that's not only helpful, like for cardiovascular um, development, but just even even for like getting your thoughts in, in place, in line, right? Like creating a consistency of routine. Uh, the morning routine is so important. You know, my, my morning routine, I, I've really... Over the last couple of weeks, I've made some like very important changes in my my routine. Um, the first one is is I try not to look at my phone anywhere near as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I, I I'm listening to a a, um, a course called Insane Productivity. It's by Darren Hardy, and um, a friend of mine uh, gave me the course because he's he had um, gone through it a few times. And he said, oh, this is a great course. You should check it out. So um, I'm listening to it. And, and one of the first things he talks about is, like, how much we get addicted to our phone, right? And and um, so he started saying, like, giving these examples about social media and, and how, like, people will post something on social media. And he's like, and then two minutes after they post it, has anybody liked it yet? No, nobody's liked it. Oh, I got a like, <laughs> you know, like, and I, and I, and I was like, oh man, I was feeling guilty because I've done that. I've done, like posted something and I think, oh, people are going to like this. And then flatline, right? Nothing's happened. I'm like, ah, like, I thought that was a good post. I thought, you know, and, and like constantly checking in on this thing that, you know, it might not have anything to do with it. It's a good post or a bad post. Sometimes people just aren't on Facebook. They don't see it yet. Right. Maybe it isn't a, that good of a post. And, and, and if it is, great. If it isn't, great, whatever. But, like, why does it, like, why do we attach ourselves so much to these posts that don't really mean anything, right? So I, when I realized, like, he, he just listed these things, and I was like, wow, I'm so guilty of that. I'm so guilty. I got, I got to step away from it. So, like, I, um, I, I tr- I've tried to now become somebody who I might go on Facebook to post something in our group. And then I'll immediately get off and, and not look and see if anybody's liked it, not look and see, you know, I'll, I'll go the whole day. It, it might be like the next day that I finally look at it, like just to see if there's been any interaction with it. And I'll tell you what, it's been so freeing to get off of social media that way. Um, it, it, it's, it's actually hard to describe what a good feeling it is to not be like attached to my phone. Um, I, I used to be the kind of person that would wake up and the very first thing I would do is grab, because my phone was in the bed with me, I'd grab my phone, open it up, start scrolling through Facebook. And why? It's not like I was really that interested. It just was this habit. I'd wake up, start scrolling, and, and then you realize, okay, so my alarm goes off at like 5.30, and I've just spent 20 minutes scrolling. And so I'm awake in bed for 20 minutes scrolling. Like, what is that all about? Like, why am I doing that, Right. So, like, the, just getting that's, off of social that's media. That's not by chance, by the way, right? Yeah. Oh, it's all, designed, designed. All applications, like, yeah. like Twitter, Instagram, especially Facebook, are designed. Uh, they do, you know, psychological, you know, profiles, uh, you yes. know, uh, personality profiles. So, you know, the majority of people are engaged and, you know, mm-hmm. they have a statistics, KPIs, you know, how much time you are off and you're on, you come back. So, that, I mean, that's those apps are designed for that. Yeah. You know, like, ooh, we are trapped. It's, it's because, you know, somebody is... 
you're really doing that on purpose. You're being right? trapped. It's really yeah. Yeah. You see that it's movie, uh, Netflix, Social Dilemma? To remove Facebook and everything, to get away from Facebook, it's almost impossible. Because I don't use Facebook for anything. I use it once in a blue moon to check on something that you might mm-hmm. put. Like I looked at the black belt, the, maybe the, some <clears throat> exhibition that you guys did. Mm-hmm. I've watched them in the past. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't go on there for anything. And I try to just remove everything. And it's they would send very, me very complicated. I got rid of the app off my phone like a couple of years ago. Facebook, and Facebook would still send <laughs> me texts. Oh, your friend just posted. You should check it out. <laughs> There's nobody there. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Right. solution. Don't, do, don't, don't use Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My wife is the one that, you know, sends me everything. They follow everything. Like, if you're looking for a friend, you know, you're going to get a phone. 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 You're going to like the debate last night, but we'll have uh, we'll have some <laughs> some sort of structure. That's all they needed to be here. So, like my baby having the one year old has been interesting in the house because when we want to go, when he wants to go out, he grabs the mask and gives us a mask. Whenever I sit in my one chair, he always brings me my phone, and then I realize it's because whenever I sit there, I'm reading the news. I'm like, wow, that that told me a lot. I mean, I need to put the phone away. Wow, because he that's what he knows when I sit in that chair. That's what the baby knows I'm going to do. Wow. <laughs> you break that cycle. Yeah. yeah. You break it. Yeah. My wife and my daughter and I, we go, my, my son usually doesn't come with us as much as, you know, we like, but he's 23, you know. I mean, they still live at home. My daughter's 21. But we'll go out, every Sunday we'll go out to eat breakfast or lunch or dinner somewhere, you know. And inevitably we'll be in a restaurant, we'll sit down, we'll talk, and no matter how many times, there'll come a point where each one of us is on our, is looking at our phone. Yeah. And it's really sad. I mean, I, I run my, one of my businesses, I run it off my phone, so like, I, I'll, and I can't resist the urge every time to see if I got another order and things like that. Yeah. And, and both, and you know, when you look at it, sometimes you say, oh, that's pretty sad. We came out to eat and now we're looking at it. I'll give you some um, some uh, you know encouraging news though it, it didn't take me long to break the cycle, right? Like, it, and it might have been just because I was very determined. I, I wanted to like make make a very big change. So, but like the first day was probably the hardest because like you just have that habit. So you re like I found myself reaching for it and I'd go to look and I'd be like I have to put it back down. And I, I was just like, wow, it's such a habit to like grab it and try to. To, or in, in um, you know, when when your device dings, boop, it lets you know something just came in. It's like ah, oh, oh. <laughs> because you don't have to answer it right away, right? Like they, they talk about the ringing telephone is like one of the hardest things for people to ignore. At least it used to be before caller ID and before and before voicemail and that kind of stuff, right? Like if you're as old as me or older. You know, we used to have the phones hanging on the wall, right, <laughs> with the, the rotary dial. dial. And, you know, 
you didn't know who was calling, so you had to be, you like you had to pick it up and answer it. And there was no answering machine. And there was no answering machine, at least for you know part of that time. The caller ID was the size of a shoebox. <laughs> and you wanted to. You, well, you wanted to. You wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was, there was the phone that was in the kitchen with the cord that you yeah. could yeah. the whole entire house. Yeah. 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 I don't need to check my email constantly. Mm. You know, you don't have to be that accessible to everybody. Now, you depending on what you do, you know, like it. There, there are there are applications where yes, you do need to be, um, you know, available, and and sometimes, you know, you have to figure out maybe you set a tone that is a specific tone when it's work related. You know, because you can. I know I can do that on my iPhone. Like I can set I can set a tone. For like when my wife is sending me a text, that sounds completely different than if anyone else sends me a text. You know, it's oh, that's her. I got. I need to answer that one. You know, but uh, or if it's just some other uh, random person, okay, uh, I'll get to it. But I'm not going to rush right over and stop what I'm doing. It really does help your productivity. So, just yeah, interesting. We can't program the mind so that when we hear a certain ringtone, it makes us want to exercise. I think you probably can, you know. To, you know speak to a guy named Pavlov. Pav, I was going to say, it's, it's, that's the Pavlov's dog. You know what I mean? To, to change the motivation from answering the phone. So you get it, they receive that message, that message motivates you now to mm-hmm. exercise. Sure. But there are, there are a few things. I mean, I think phones and mobile apps are like great tools. I mean, in this, you know, uh, uh, time where you are connected, you have internet, you know, wherever you, you go. But yeah, I mean, you need to find the tricks to, you know, use the tool, not actually, you know, become a slave of the tool. Exactly. So I know I use Android, so you can, you know, separate your notifications in priority and not priority. So when you know, I know I have Twitter, for example, you know, any any uh, notification for Twitter never stops tapping my phone, right? So when I I'm free, whatever I I can, you know, see what I need. But you know, I know work or my email, my business email, those you know things I, I I see immediately. Right. Mm-hmm. And exercise, yeah, there are a lot of apps even for eating, like, you know, intermittent fasting, etc. <laughs> no, but I mean, why can't we get, like, the motive? It, it's not so much the, 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 the app. I know you can make the app, but I'm saying, like, how humans are, when you hear, like you said, you hear that sound and you gotta get. How come we can't develop that, like, we hear that thing and, and it's like a motivation to exercise? I mean, that's usually, like, the last thing most people don't want to exercise. I mean, we do, yeah. we exercise, that's yeah. the thing, but the majority of people don't. Yeah. Doing what Sheehan suggested was and writing down your progress, that that's a motivator. Like when you see that number of push ups going up on paper, that makes you want to do more to try to make it do one more. It's true. Or the number on the scale telling lower. Yeah. 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 Take a picture of it sometimes if I'm really happy. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. But I, I believe the most important is that um, we adults, I know that we can control at some point, right? But definitely the new generation is losing a lot of interaction with the peers, right? For instance, not at at Sebastian age, but for instance, in Vanessa's school, when I dropped her off, well, before, (laughs) when I dropped her off the school, everyone was sitting 
next to each other but with the phone. Mm -hmm. yeah. Almost just a, a little people is talking to each other. Right. Most of them are looking at the phone. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're fixing each other. And probably, and they're <laughs> each other. <laughs> and, um, and probably, I, I can picture the cafeteria is the same thing, mm. right? It's worse. <laughs> so the problem, the problem is that we are like teaching with our actions how yeah. it's gonna be, um, and the problem is that the kids are actually having issues too. To having some relations with people, right? They have like right. they, they, they can people. relate better with yeah. other people through the computer. Yeah, we they, know how they, they are not they even don't. have the, the numbers of the friends. They pro maybe few kids connect through the Xbox or something to right. to talk with the friends. Mm -hmm. So that's I think is the real problem that we are facing. Sure. We were adults when all of this was introduced to us. So we my three year old grandson calls me on exactly kid messenger. That. Kid Messenger. Yeah, Kid Messenger. All of a sudden, I get a thing. He's three years old. <laughs> My daughter goes to FAU, and she's a real sweet girl. She's attractive, nice, good-looking girl, and, but she has a problem making friends. And, and I ask her, you know, why? And she says to me, Dad, you get, I, I get out of my car, and literally, I walk all through FAU, the whole entire campus. Every single person has something in their ears, mm -hmm. and they're all looking down. Mm -hmm. Nobody, not a single person walks without without headphones or, the, or their, la their phone in their hand. Mm -hmm. The world is different. Yeah, for you, you know? Yeah, well, I got people are dating again. Dating is totally different, it's all on apps. Oh, yeah. yeah. Swipe to the left. Oh, yeah, Tinder. Swipe to the left. I still remember Thursday nights was the big night, you know, in college. Everybody would get together. Wow. Yeah. Have fun. It's a blessing and a curse, all this technology. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In, in my business, I sit there and see where years ago I'd have to travel 30, 40, 50 miles, write an application all on paper, bring it home, go fill it out and fax it. Now I could just sit there on Zoom and just sit there and click, 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 click. Thank you. Well done. Next. That's actually nice. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think um, I, I was watching, um, I guess, a podcast or something. It was on YouTube from um, an association that I'm, I'm a part of, and the woman being interviewed was saying that COVID was actually the best thing that's happened to her personal situation because she never took the time. She was always running from one appointment to another, mm -hmm. and now she really enjoys being at home, being with her family. She's still working. But now there's no expectation of going out, mm -hmm. and, and working from home is, is acceptable, and she's really enjoying the time, right? And, and I am too, actually. I, I enjoy not rushing around so much. When I think about what I used to do, you know, getting up at 5 in the morning, I used to be back at my house by 6 so I can shower and take the kids to school and then go to work and then make it here. And when we first reopened, I was like, well, it was a rough day. I went to the dentist. I don't think I can play karate. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to doing nothing. And then, and then same thing. I was like, oh, no, no. So now, I, regardless, I set my alarm to 6 in the morning every day. I'm exercising in the morning again like I used to. Yeah. Trying to get back into my old habits because I feel that makes that feels more normal to me. Right. But yeah. the ability to slow down it has been nice. It's true. Yep. Very true. Anybody have an opinion on um, this singer Joe Rogan? He signed on. His, Spotify? Yeah, with Spotify. And now Spotify wants to basically dictate his show. Like, they want to 
what is it? What, what's the like have editorial? They censor a couple yeah. of episodes. I mean, no. I don't know about how other people here feel, but I'm I'm totally against any type of censoring by big tech. I think it's. It's over settling the paper. I think it's a terrible thing that's going on that that big tech is is basically scrutinizing everybody's free speech and unless you agree with their view, you're getting shut down. I mean I thought we had free speech in America and I'm kinda of worried when I see stuff like that. And I, and the thing that worries me so much is how many people agree with it. Yeah, oh censor it, shut it down. Oh, we don't like this guy. You know, kick them off Twitter. Uh, I think that's really it's kind of scary. Yeah, sure. But there's a limit, right? That, that's a problem for me. Like, what happens if somebody goes and say, "Hey, you know, everybody just you know bring a gun and start shooting everybody," right? Like asking people to do that. Oh yeah, you got to Do you that. think that's that's, no, that's part of free speech? No, that's like going in a movie theater and yelling fire. There's consequences with that. Some of the some of the shows in, in your I know you you watch you know I, I there was a time where I was you know listening to your own a lot, but mm -hmm. there are few episodes where he brings some people that you know are, are very crazy, crazy. So yeah, they have yeah. conversations, opinions, right? That maybe I don't know tons of people are not gonna be you know not okay or, or not okay, but maybe. They will feel like you know attack or you know that mm -hmm. shouldn't be online. But yeah, I agree with you as well. But the, the problem is like you know, if you say that somebody like that, you know, like you know, uh, uh, asking people to do you know violent things should not be online, that's kind of censorship, right? Yeah. So what is the line? I think and who, who needs to you know put that line there, right? Uh, at the same time, right? If somebody says, yeah, I like this or that. I mean. That's not a problem, right? Right. No, no. But I so, agree with you with violence. They, they, they just caught a kid who was 15 years old who threatened to go to school here in Miami and, and go shoot kids. Now they, they caught him, and now he's 15, and he, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, it was a, was a joke. Yeah, you can't so joke that way. Not jokes <laughs> no, no matter how old you are. And right now, you can find in the internet whatever you want to build or do there, you know, uh, you know, to do checklists, to do lists, you know, explanations, I mean, for everything, right? So, it's very dangerous as well. Yeah. Or I said it's a gift and a curse. Yeah, certainly. I think, I think that topic in, bad or, you know. in and of itself could probably go, you know, an hour or two <laughs> yeah. on, a, on a, you know, a podcast all of its own. But, uh, I mean, I think this was a good first start. You know, we just kind of started talking and it just led us in different places. And, um, you know, we'll try to figure out whether we do this, you know, um, you know, twice a month, once a month, or, um, probably not every week. It's, it's a little much, but like maybe, maybe we'll start with once a month and, uh, and I'll kind of give you guys a heads up. So if you want to be part of it, you can be sure to show up to class that night. And, uh, you know, if, if you, if you can't make it, there's always the following month that you can come up. All right. Well, thanks for participating guys. Thank you. Thank you.